This is Business Women Australia podcast, featuring industry leaders who bring their wealth of expertise from diverse areas to help you build a successful business. Now, on to the show. Welcome to another episode of Business Women Australia podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says the power of LinkedIn is that you can connect directly with current as well as potential clients. And as a digital sales and marketing tool, she says LinkedIn is second to none. Joining us on today's show is Lucy Bingle. Lucy is the founder and the CEO of Australia's leading LinkedIn agency. You can find her over at lucybingle.com. Now, Lucy and her team of experts have provided LinkedIn services since 2015. So we're going to check in. What are some of the awesome changes she's seen on that platform that you may not be leveraging, you may not even know about. So Lucy is passionate about helping clients to harness the power of LinkedIn. She knows that having a robust and smart LinkedIn strategy will help you build your brand awareness, help you to generate leads, as well as to attract top talent to your organization. Now, Lucy's agency works with SMEs as well as large companies, including Westpac, JLL, Tourism Australia, Brother International, and IHG, just to name a few. Now, on today's show, Lucy is going to share why a LinkedIn strategy, a robust LinkedIn strategy, is critical for building your brand and winning new business, why your people are your greatest sales and marketing assets, and why employee advocacy is critical for attracting top talent. Welcome, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you, Anne-Marie. You must have seen so many changes to the LinkedIn platform since 2015. I know we're going to be talking about strategy, a robust strategy that we all should be doing for our brands and our businesses. But what are some of the changes that LinkedIn may have made over the last number of years that you're still finding many businesses aren't even aware that this is available to them? Talk about some of the updates and changes we need to be aware of. Yeah, great question. So I think um, the few little things that I'm seeing, well, that are available that I just don't see the uptake on and I think is a real missed opportunity for people is, well, firstly, you can now on your LinkedIn profile page, you can actually um, add a 30-second video intro and I think that that's a really amazing opportunity for everybody because in that 30-second video introduction, you could actually be talking about what you do, the services you provide and how you help, or you could be even positioning your company if you're the leader of a company or the face of a business, um, talking about the product offering or the service offering or your team. And why I think it's a really great opportunity, it also humanises you. So it actually gives you that opportunity to show a bit of personality and how you tick and the language you use and show a bit of body language and all that sort of good stuff that makes you connect. And at the end of the day, LinkedIn is an opportunity or a platform that gives you the opportunity to connect with your audience. So I'd love to see better uptake on that 30-second introduction because it's available, it's free, it allows you, as I said, to inject personality into your page. Yes. Now you're talking about a page. And so there's a difference for those who aren't aware that there's a difference between a page that you're talking about, which is your company page, your brand page, versus perhaps a personal 
profile on LinkedIn. So you may have your own profile as the CEO, the director of founder of your business, as well as you may have team profiles as well. Tell us a little bit about the differences in those. Maybe you need to put forward a bit of a um, some benefits as why a company should have a page if they don't have one already. And, and I'm sure that's going to tie in very much into a robust LinkedIn strategy that we should be having in place. So talk a little bit about the differences between personal profile and company page. Sure. So when I was talking about that video introduction, that's actually on a personal profile page, okay? So that's an individual. So the way I look at a LinkedIn strategy, it comprises of two halves. So you have a LinkedIn profile page, which is the individuals, and then you have a LinkedIn company page, which is effectively a microsite of your business. So like a small website that can talk to um, what you do, the products you have, the services you have, your values, your vision, etc. So your LinkedIn profile page, as I said, is an individual profile page. Traditionally or historically, people set them up very much like a CV, you know, so you would have, you know, most people listening to this would have set up their LinkedIn page because they were probably looking for a job, you know, quite frankly, that's why most people did it. And where I want you to change your mindset, though, around LinkedIn is not thinking of it as a place to just be putting your CV or even to be just listing what you've done or where you've worked. I want you to think of your LinkedIn profile page very much as an evolving document and as a capability statement. So really talking about the challenges that you solve, what you do today, who you work with, how you help, and then bringing that to life by, you know, attaching um, marketing collateral or press releases or case studies or projects. So this one page, this profile page can be very vibrant, can be dynamic, it can be interesting, and it should be consistently evolving. So you should be reviewing it all the time and attaching things like that 30-second video introduction, etc. Yes. When you think about some of the content that is being shared, how are we measuring up to the vibrancy uh, and, and ongoing evolution? How are we faring to that? Are a majority of businesses uh, understanding and is that coming across in the content they're sharing or are there some changes that we need to be making to the content we share? Um, I think my answer to that would be on the whole most people don't do it properly because most people don't have a LinkedIn strategy. And yeah. I think, again, a real shift in thought process is recognising that LinkedIn is a business critical sales and marketing channel. So as opposed to thinking of it as a resource for finding people or jobs, thinking of it as a sales and marketing channel. And then once you start to think like that as a business owner or as somebody who works within a business, you then think of it as, okay, so how do I actually leverage this platform as a sales and marketing tool? So what is the strategy that I need to implement to make that work? And so the way you would do that to do it better is by sharing insights, news, by actually looking at your holistic marketing strategy. So what channels you already currently um, use within the business and then where does LinkedIn sit there? So, you know, are, are we sharing insights here? Are we sharing our business announcements? Are we remembering to promote our events and then also um 
Are we sharing those events on LinkedIn? And are we actually setting our people up for success on this platform? And what I mean by that is, have we actually reviewed their profile pages and making sure that they are all um, set properly and looking great and talking to their skill sets and what they do and how they help and what their role is within the organisation? And then are we actually giving them the training and the tools and techniques to support the corporate strategy, i.e. the messaging and the content that we're actually sharing on this platform? And are they doing it effectively and doing it properly and in the way that will actually truly extend the reach of those messages? Yeah, I love what you're saying that. And I think a lot of businesses may have heard you share that, but there's a huge opportunity then for businesses who do want to take a step back and really look at all of the areas that you've just recommended they do, that when they get it right, they really can make quite a difference in having that content stand out. Share a little bit, if you will, around the comparison between, say, the LinkedIn platform and, and other platforms that, because as you said, do a holistic overview of where else are you sharing, particularly through the lens of, it's my understanding that many people who are on the LinkedIn platform are looking for content content such as the thought leadership in specific areas. So if businesses strategies is also including, we need to be presenting our insights as leading the marketplace, as shifts in the marketplace. Well, how can we do things differently to make an impact in the lives of our ideal clients? So talk a little bit about the, the kind of people that are hanging out on LinkedIn and the content that they're looking for specifically. Sure. So there's 810 million members on LinkedIn, okay? So there's nearly 12 million in Australia alone, and these are professional members, yeah? So remembering what this channel is, it is the world's largest online professional network. I mean, I know we know that, but you've got to kind of think about that to then sort of recognise what sort of channel we're talking about here. So... Therefore, we know that we have a lot of C-suite executives. We have a lot of middle management. We also have an emerging growth of people who are actually at the start of their career journey. So the opportunity is huge for most organisations across most industries because if their customers and their prospects are sitting in those buckets, they will be sitting on LinkedIn. Now, what we know is that there's been a 26 27% uptake in usage of LinkedIn since the start of the pandemic. So therefore, we know people are hanging out here a lot more and they're doing a lot more things on the platform. So in the old days, it was just looking for a job, but now they are actually here. Yes, some people are looking for a job, but others are also looking for service providers. They're looking for talent. So they're looking to build their teams and they're also there consuming news. So we know that LinkedIn is the world's largest online publishing platform. So if you can interrupt that individual's day by sharing insights or pushing your articles, blogs, thought leadership, um, you know, in front of them, you're actually building your credibility and being seen as a trusted authority because they are actually reading your news. They're learning more about you. They're getting educated about you, your business, your offering. And therefore, when they're in that commercial mindset to actually engage your services or use your products, you're going to be in that mix. Mm -hmm. So that's the opportunity. And they're the types of people that you can be dealing with, your customers, your prospects, especially if they are B2B, mm -hmm. because, you know, that's 
I mean, it's sweet spot. But I would also say, Anne-Marie, that that is changing. I'm seeing a lot of B2C as well happening now, especially within luxury retailers, tourism, because let's face it, all those professionals who are B2B are actually consumers as well. So they do fit, yeah, they're the customers for other industries as well. Yeah, and just like any other platforms, it can be like the rabbit hole, isn't it? But in a good way, if you've got content that kind of meets your ideal client where they're at and then it goes, clicks through to an article that they may read or you might have podcast interviews and so forth and snippets of valuable information, before long they've just consumed, as we do as consumers, articles and click through and it's a really great way to build that know, like and trust. Are you seeing on the platform there is a preference for the consumption of content to reading videos mm. how long should they be any feedback that you can give us I know it's going to be different for every individual but often when you look at uh, various you know uh, communities there does come um, some you know apparent preferences as to you know the kind of the content that they're consuming yeah absolutely so i always say to clients that i want to see this magic mix of content okay because we need to keep our audience engaged so therefore we know that we want to see um, variety in the content mix but what i will say in terms of stuff that is gobbled up and consumed quickly and readily we know that video is super powerful okay so it's six times more consumed than written content so if you can incorporate video into your marketing strategy, I really, really strongly recommend that you do that. When you're doing snippets of videos, um, my little tip there is to make them around one minute. You will lose your audience if you go too far the other way. You know, if it's too long, you don't want to lose your audience. And um, and remember, you're probably your greatest tester as well so I always like to put myself in the shoes of my consumers or my clients so you know if if I'm starting to wane when I'm watching it and thinking it's a little bit dull and boring chances are they will too so always test your content um but I want to see that mix so video is very powerful absolutely podcasts are very successful so things that um people are able to consume on the go remembering that over 80 percent of people look at LinkedIn via mobiles and iPads. So therefore, they're often listening or watching in transit. Um, so if you can make it uplifting and interesting by having different um, mediums, that's fantastic. But also there is a real place for um, white papers and long form articles as well. So it's just about getting that mix and just keeping it vibrant, dynamic and interesting. I know I say those words often, but it's because that is really at the heart of what you've got to do because you're trying to you're growing or cultivating this LinkedIn community you therefore then need to keep them engaged and the best way to keep any community engaged is keeping it interesting yes and as you said the people that are on there are professionals and so you know you, that is where it really continues to validate the importance of us as individuals as companies knowing who are our ideal clients, what's the content and the Absolutely. insights, the information that they are regularly seeking and are you contributing uh, thought leadership in that area? Talk a little bit, I know that we've mentioned personal profiles and this will lead us into talking about for businesses who do have team 
team and, and people that being the greatest sales and marketing assets. But before we talk into that, we've, we've touched on the personal profile pages and the company pages the, and the benefit of both, of, of course. But one of the benefits, and I'd love your feedback on that, is that when people follow your page, they have said, I'm interested in learning more about your business as a brand and what you're doing, which means that when you add those compelling, you know, dynamic posts on your company page, the people who are following it are more likely to see that rather than if you've posted something on a personal page and, and you've got the feed and so many people are contributing. Do you see a difference in the consumption, if you will, on a company page because people have actually said, yes, I want to follow that page's content? Mm. To be honest, I see what I see see with the value of the company page is exactly what you said around um, people manually opting in, okay? So we know that they have vested. They actually really want to hear that news. They have taken the time to hit that button to say, yes, I will follow, okay? So it's not like other social channels where you can buy lots of following and it's meaningless. It's actually a very meaningful and purposeful action to actually follow a company page. But your engagement rates will always be lower unless, I mean, I say this, I'm kind of hesitating because it's not always a hard and fixed rule, but if you are a really really quality LinkedIn user from your own personal brand perspective, then you will get high engagement if you're sharing high quality um, good content regularly. You can actually build a really good following. However, if you are part of a big team and an organization, not necessarily a big team, but part of a team and an organization, you do need that company page to be also sharing content because it is like visiting the headquarters. This is where you will find out about more than just the individual. You'll find out about the broader team. You'll find out about events. You'll find out about um, business announcements, product launches, launches, new service offering, et cetera, case studies, um, long-form articles, white papers, et cetera. And it's all held on the one company page. So it's a bit like, as I said at the outset, a microsite or a small website. So for a buyer or a consumer or a prospect or whatever you want to call them, and going back to that buyer's journey, they will find you as the individual Lucy Bingle. They will then land on my business page. They will then find out more about my team, my offering, my case studies, my um, business that I've won or clients that I'm working with. And that will actually really educate them further about how we work, what we deliver, and what that process looks like. And this is all part of that buyer's journey, but also educating them and making them come to that realisation that you are the go-to firm for them. And, you know, the magic happens off LinkedIn, as we all know. LinkedIn is awesome and I love it, but it's not the silver bullet, you know. The magic happens when they get off that platform, they land on the website and they pick up the phone or they send you an email. 
Yeah, that's right. It, it, a lot of the things that you're doing uh, on the content and what we're talking about is very important because, as you said, through the customer journey, someone's getting to know, like, and trust you and validate that you become the choice versus just a choice uh, when they're ready to, to move forward. But then, of course, you've got calls to action. There may be strategy where you're messaging people and they're reaching out. So that's also very important as well. But what's important, as you said, is to have that overall strategy that really works together. Talk a little bit if you will we we promised to do this around people being our greatest sales and marketing Mm. assets what as businesses do we need to to provide our teams depending on how big or small that they are to help them really become these greatest sales and marketing assets for our brands and businesses yeah Uh, and I'm really passionate about this your people are your biggest secret weapon yeah so they are your biggest fans no one knows your business like your people do they understand the products the services the values the culture so if anyone can sing from the rooftops about how great you are and what you do and how you help it's going to be these guys so you need to empower them and give them permission to be active on LinkedIn. It's really important. So the first thing you need to make sure they're positioned properly on the platform so that they've got these really best-in-class LinkedIn profile pages. You then need to train them up on how to engage with the content. So um, what your expectations of an organisation is when it comes to those posts on the company page. So you want to make sure they're interacting with them, that they're actually really using those emojis and Um, engaging with the post, but then that they're going that one step further. And if they're at that event or if they're actually the author of that blog post or if they are the new hire that's just been welcomed into the team, that they are given permission and are enabled to put their voice around those posts. And what I mean by that is actually say, you know, it's so great to be at Sydney Build Expo and be part of this um, booth that's celebrating, you know, this new product that we've launched or, you know, here I am with Joe Blogs and um, it's the first day of Expo 121 because once they start doing that, they're really putting a lens on the business. They're putting a lens on themselves as subject matter experts and for those of us that are following them or connected to them, we not only see a great offering, we actually also see an employer of choice that enables their people. I love that. You know, one of the things that my husband and I have done more frequently, and we do, we love it, is the behind the scenes of people around the world who have set up homesteading. There's something about homesteading. Not that I would really know what to do with the gardening, but anyway, I love watching others. The behind the scenes, and the reason I'm asking this is often as businesses, and you may hear this feedback constantly, is we don't really know what kind of content to create, but it's mm. the behind behind the scenes. Here we are at a meeting um, revising our core values or here we are preparing for a booth. There are snippets of storytelling that we can capture in the day of, isn't it, in our mm-hmm. businesses. Absolutely. And it's so interesting to someone who's following your brand. It's almost bingeable, isn't it? Or is it, are you finding that, that when you do that correctly? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, One of the things we haven't touched on, you know, it's a really um, tight market at the moment for talent. You know, there's a real, you know, there is a real war of talent going on and it's really hard to find good people. So to attract those good people, you need to show that behind the scenes stuff. You need to do what's a day in the life of working for ABC. You know, what's the day in the life of, um, you know, or why the, you know, tell me about, you know, 
what it is to be part of this team in Sydney or et cetera. You know, little short videos that talk to culture is really important. It could also be case studies around, um, you know, the clients that you're working with. But we know that um, that really organic native sort of posts are very effective. And what I mean by that is like, you know, if you have got a booth at an expo coming up and you do enable your people to say, do a 30 second little live video, you know, with um, your iPhone. It's, it's a great way to showcase the talent within the organisation, but also the culture of that organisation, that it's fun, it's professional, um, it's, you know, got top tier clients working with them, you know, lots of, it sends out all those really good messages. And this is what attracts talent to come to an organisation, because they'll be going, oh, well, you know what, I'm friends with Jenny, and she's so happy working at Lucy Bingle's business, I want to come and work there too. Yes. And and that that is another area that we mentioned and you've touched on that already about employee advocacy be advocacy being critical for attracting top talent. And I would imagine that for a, a business just like we were talking about having a robust LinkedIn strategy when we're looking at at leveraging our people to become our greatest sales and marketing assets as well as at the same time becoming advocates of our business and of our brand there needs to be a strategy strategy around that too, isn't it? Create the content, create some parameters, if you will, some guidelines that still allow the creativity and the personality of your people to show through so that it does, because there's nothing worse than something being staged. Hi, we love working at, the, you know, we can just see right through that, can't we? But if you provide them with the right guidelines, that strategy can be something that's quite organic. And I think the younger generation, because they've been brought up with, you know, this, the the most mobile phone, the smartphones, uh, kind of tied to their hip, they know how to create the kind of content for the people that you're probably trying to attract as, as well. Yeah. What are some of the things as we are, I know that we, we've just scratched the surface and we're going to share with people how they can get in contact with you because you this is what you help them to, to do, but what are some of the things that you've seen be put into place that enables that brand, that company to create employees that are sharing this regularly throughout the day behind the scenes, that it's really become an advocacy for their business and brand and have allowed them to become, you know, really crucial uh, contributors to sales and marketing. What are some of the things that we need to have in place? Yeah, so I think that I suppose some good little tips there would be the storytelling around um, the organisation. So that could be around people. So, you know, just putting a, you know, little things that you can do, like on a monthly basis, do, um, you know, a snapshot on one of your employees. So you could do a monthly capture of an employee. So it could be a video, you know, doing a Q&A with them. It could actually just, if it's not that, it could be a blog post with a little headshot with 10 questions, you know, so that we learn more about that individual. So that's always a nice idea. It's actually, and what I like about that is not only do we learn about your team, but it makes the team player feel valued as well. So um, that's important, especially when you are part of an organisation and, you know, you want to be valued. The other ones that I've seen that I think work well is the leaders doing a bi-weekly or monthly little video update on what's going on within the organisation. I think that shows great leadership and they give a shout out of reward and recognition within that video series. So they're actually talking about things that have happened internally 
but they're actually talking to a wider community. So you get a sense of leadership, you get a sense of um, the corporate culture and the values of the organisation. So there are two ways that you can be talking on LinkedIn about your people, about your culture and about what's actually happening within business. Yes. There's nothing more powerful, I think, than leaders being able to share uh, some of the innovations in, in business. And one of, I think, is one of the most untapped resource because how many leaders, CEOs, directors of various um, divisions and departments within companies never really get the opportunity to speak face-to-face to some of the, the key team members. And I think it doesn't matter where someone is placed in, in an organisation, they're all important. And if you can speak into the lives of your team um, with some of those things. It, it, that's really what team is looking for too. If we, we think of Edelman Trust Barometer, which is often a resource that I go to, it shows that to build that trust factor, isn't it, for consumers but other key stakeholders in your business is your team. And when they continue to share, as we were talking about advocacy, employee advocacy to others, that not only attracts really great staff but people will say, well, if that's how they treat their customer, their their team members, and it's such a vibrant community. I'm sure that doing business with them is going to be exactly the same. Which, of course, it it is. This should be something that really is the at the heart of the business, isn't it? I to be able to capture agree. those stories from top down, isn't it? Yeah, I completely okay. agree. And you know, I always say, Amory, you know, there's a lot of service providers out there. Yes, yeah? so. To differentiate yourself in a really, really um, crowded marketplace, you want to also not just be a great service provider, but you want to be a business that people want to work with. And the best way you can demonstrate that is through showcasing your values and that you're easy to work with, you're kind, you deliver, and that your leaders are also that. Because when I go into clients, I always say to them, I first thing you guys need to be doing is positioning the brand and the people. Then you need to have a masterclass that educates you. But I want the leadership team sitting at that table as well because it needs to come from the top down. And if, as an organisation, if you see that your leader is active on LinkedIn and actually engaging with those posts and celebrating the successes of the business or high-fiving people within the business for what they've achieved and done, it sends a very clear message to the wider employee base that it's okay for them to be engaging with those posts too. And so once they see the leader do it, it has this domino effect and it's really powerful. And that, of course, plays right into the LinkedIn algorithm and this whole mushroom effect happens and the brand goes bananas. So you need them on board. Yeah, fantastic. And as I, I said, we have just scratched the surface, but uh, I know it's been an, a valuable conversation for all of those who have uh, joined us live and also listening to the recording. Lucy, if people would like to connect with you, find out more about how you and your team can support them, what is the best way for them to do that? Um, thank you, Amory. Well, the way to do it is to find me on LinkedIn, first and foremost, Lucy Bingle, and connect with me there. But you can also go to my website, which is www.lucybingle.com. Um, I'd love to connect with you all and I'd love to hear from you. So if you do need any help with your LinkedIn strategy, I'd be delighted to help. 
Yeah, and, what, and the great way, of course, is by connecting with you and following you, you walk your talk um, and we can see the content that you're sharing and uh, that's often a great way to, uh, to, to really build that relationship and start that. But thank you so much again for coming on the show. We always learn so much from you each time that we do. And uh, as, as we said, I mean, if we're not link, leveraging LinkedIn as best as we can, go through the notes that, sh that uh, Lucy has shared. As we can see, it's a great for building brand, great for winning business, and also importantly, our people, when we set them up the right way, can be advocates for our company and also our greatest sales and marketing assets as well. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Business Women Australia podcast. Want to become part of a dynamic collective of women who are passionate about business success and personal growth? Go to businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership to apply. That's businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership.